Welcome to the Ripe Fruit Creative Presents, a masterclass on idea conception and development, hosted by Ebony Kenny and myself. I'm Stephen King. With collectively over 40 years of experience in cultivating visionaries and their ideas, we will investigate the depths of the environment from which ideas originate and the expanse spread to which they realize. Here's your host, Ebony Kinney. Samuel Ekpe is inventing the future. He's focusing on leading research and development efforts to build the next generation internet companies that will shape the future. Architect of the future. So he's on a mission to create digital industries that will redefine our world. His background is full stack startup operator, three-time founder, co-founder, CEO of Grupa.io, a San Francisco-based company which provides on-demand product development teams for startups, which gets us all excited, right? Grupa is where the best cross-functional product teams get matched with the best companies to build great software products faster. So it's like Uber for product engineering, but as a subscription service. So great. Um, Samuel, thanks, first of all, for joining us. Thanks a lot. It's a pleasure coming here. <laughs> so um, this is quite an innovative idea. Um, how did you come up with it? Um, so my background is building products, right? I've been coding since I was 13. And then my last company, when I was um, moving up from there, a lot of startups were always reaching out for talent. They were always looking out for help, right? They kept reaching out to me because I, I was leading group of engineers and then they needed help. And I noticed that just giving them recommending talent alone wasn't good enough. They needed a system. They needed people, process, and a platform to help them manage the entire de development process. So they reached out and then I, a lot of people, about 10 to 15 people kept reaching out and I noticed that this was a pattern. And then I was sitting with my investor one night. I was with five um, um, startup at the time. And I told him that what if we could make this a, right, a platform where they can book and just get started like Uber. And so we started the ideation from there. And then that's how we built Grouper. Wow. So you've mentioned a few things in there that have come up as we've been having these conversations with innovatives about idea development. First of all, it sounds like the idea was persistent. People kept calling and calling and calling. Mm -hmm. You know, what is that process like when there's an idea or something that's out there for you to do and it's persistent? Do you find that's, that's how ideas present themselves to you and how do you respond to that? Um, as a three times founder running this fourth company, I'm always um, not has I, I don't always take the next leap to start whenever i think about an idea i take time to be able to i want to find what you're looking out for at inflection points right you want to look out for inflection points what's changing in the world right and for me the inflection point was that there was a boom in startup right booming everyone trying to build stuff and yes. getting lots of funding and be everybody was taking off everyone were motivated to start something so that boom was the inflection point and what was the um, um scratch the pain was that people couldn't find technical people to build stuff and i noticed these two inflection points and said what's going to change right what exists right now the system that exists we're limiting to this kind of people and the systems that existed were um upwork and all those 
marketplaces and people needed more they needed partnership they needed a system to manage that process they, they needed something built out specifically for innovators and startup founders not just for for people who just wanted to build a project they needed something built for products right and so if you listen to the the theme as the goal for me is finding inflection points finding the progress people want made not and finding um the 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 the, the what's holding them back right i call that the 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 friction right what's the friction holding them back from making that progress friction in this case was that they couldn't find technical co-founders they couldn't find technical team even those who, who were technical co-founders didn't want to see them to be writing code because they wanted to lead a team and building out a team was taking six to nine months and i experienced this three times even though i was very technical and so the inflection point was that the world was changing fast every company was going to become a tech company or digitized version of their company one way or the other talents sure. were so in demand and people were trying to train more talent to fill in the gap rather than finding better ways to connect and so i just i took a step back to do this manually and see let this break me before i'm going to start building out right because i see a lot of people when they just get an idea they quickly jump to building for me it was i want to see this as a trending pattern as an inflection point before taking out time to build so yeah idea that's how it came <laughs> Yes. So you talked about, you put really great nuggets in there. You talked about an inflection point. So there's an awareness of the market. You also talked about finding the progress, not the problem. I think that's something that people will benefit a lot from hearing. That's why I'm repeating it back. Um, so I want to know, do you find that people are more committed to the ideas or that the success rate increases when there's a when the way you've solved this particular problem is giving them the tools for organization you've kind of given them a route to get to their final destination so do you find that that's affecting people's commitment to ideas of success rates um i think that in startups people need to be committed to learning and not to success <laughs> right uh, so the learning could be the outcome of the learning could be positive success or negative uh, failure and all of them is learning so i always say as long as you're learning that's success that should be the outcome you should look out for in startups 99 percent of startups fail after five years plus right you want to be sure okay. that you are on a journey to learn right your journey that helps you not get attached to the idea or attached to the outcome of success you're attached to the journey and process of of always iterating and saying what um your goal is to invalidate your idea not validate your idea right so yeah. is what assumptions did i make that will not hold true in the new world right and that's what struggling in this covid world they're trying to still validate their old idea of the world that existed before now and this is a new world right so for me it's about invalidating your 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 hypothesis and always iterating on saying what's the expected um what's the kind of world we want to build what's the future we want to create is it uh and, and then how can we test the the success the the outcomes how 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 do we measure success out of this right mm -hmm. and i'm saying that startup journey should be a journey to learning iterating and finding the path because um, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. It's always identifying um, you, you are going to make lots of mistakes. So don't be attached to the idea. Be attached to the progress people want made and the kind of future you want to create and then iterate on um, the, 
the hypotheses and then invalidate them, not validate them. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, it makes absolute sense. So great. I'm glad you went there. I come from the UX world. So there's a lot of invalidate it, try and break it happening in that space. So I get that completely. So, and you also talked about your success criteria. Once you detach from some of the old tropes of success and then you get to what is it that we're trying to accomplish here? I'm assuming, and I'm going to go tech because we've had very artsy conversations to date about this. So we're going to go tech for a second. Once you've developed, your, you have come to what your MVP is going to be and you are ready to determine key outcomes, okay, OKRs and KPIs. Where does that, can you talk a little bit about that? Where does that part of the process come in where you start determining and defining your success criteria? Um. I think that startups should startup founders should think about building product or building companies like going into a lab. Uh, if you see the way scientists view the whole process of um, innovating, it's, it's elaborated. It's it's, it's 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 a journey to truly. It's a journey of discovery. I don't know if that makes sense. The discovery yeah. process. They they are, they are not. They have hypotheses that they want to validate or invalidate. But the whole journey is all discovery. What may we identify? What we will learn that wasn't true? What can we change from our initial concept of the world? What are those things that those nuances and everything? And how can we tweak the system? To and that's how you find product market fit. It's not a lot of people think I want to build an MVP. MVP ideology has been has been abused. People are trying to build maximum viable product, not even minimum viable. So I always say forget all those stuff and just sure. focus on i want to ship the first iteration or first iteration of solution to the customers it may not be a tech stuff it may be for grouper we use we use um skype the first five teams on grouper working with client on skype right we, in fact we didn't build the product we did 250k in revenue right and so we, we we kept focus on iterating the solution and the solution in this case doesn't have to be technology software the solution could be just um a framework a process that works from that you now build out a product right and so i think that the the the, the, the laboratory um, analogy should be how founders should go into this process knowing that oh we have this hypothesis and the goal here is to iterate on that figure out a solution customers can start subscribing to working with customers not building product for customers right and then iterating on that solution till we identify something that works at scale and because you are going to that process knowing that you want to iterate and learn rather than i just want to build something that works right i want to iterate and learn with people and figure out what they want what progress they want made and how this can empower them make progress faster better cheaper right and how we can deploy this at scale and this, we are going to be very agile in this process. Our goal is not to build an MVP. Our goal is to build product iteratively till we get to the solution that works at scale. So that's my own philosophy okay. of how, how to build products. Thank you for that. And, and I, I'm taking notes. So I hope everyone who listens take no, takes notes. Uh, you talked about uh, maximum value produce, not just minimum battle value products. So you have advanced that conversation. So I think the thing that is in common, <laughs> I think the thing that you, that's in common is what, what you had, what you're talking about with be in that iterative process, it's the same for artists and painters and the more, you know, um, artist side of things. Amazing. Okay. Thanks so Thank much, you. Guys. All right. And there you have it. An interview with Sam Moe 
he talked us through iterative processes, all of those things are floating around in our head. He is the CEO of Grupa.io. I'll make sure that the link is in the podcast. And this has been another Ripe Fruit Creative Presents Masterclass. Be sure and follow up. Ripe Fruit Creative.com. Hey guys, can you hear me?